Welcome to Oncology and Technology, a podcast from CareVive, where we're improving the lives of cancer patients through better outcomes. Hello, and welcome to Oncology and Technology, brought to you by CareVive. I'm James Kent. Today, I'm going to be introducing you to a new face at CareVive, and that's Dr. Aaron Glasnick. Aaron is an industry veteran with more than 15 years of experience in real-world data and analytics. He was recently announced as CareVive's Chief Scientific Officer, Dr. Aaron Galaznik. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing well. Thanks for asking. Aaron, you are a medically trained doctor, but you've spent a great deal of time in the pharma industry. I'd like to go through that journey and what led you to CareVive, but let's start with your medical training. First, you received your AB in biology from Harvard, and then you went to medical school at Cornell, correct? Tell me about that. Yeah, so say as an undergrad, I was a biology major, pre-med track, like 80% of my fellow bio majors. I was doing research in a microbiology lab. But as I got through my time there, I you know, learned about new things, got exposure to other individuals. All the scientists had ties to biotech. I met classmates studying things like economics. And it kind of put me on the idea of, can you combine science and business? Mm. So following that, I actually I was accepted to Cornell, but I deferred it for a year. And I spent the year after college actually interning as a hospital administrator for, and also taking business classes at the local university. Kind of the experience was interesting because this is the late 90s. So quality in hospitals, that was a very new concept back then. <laughs> and it was really striking. You see the need for things like process improvement, performance management, really bring some consistency to how care is delivered, how it's measured. The things I'm learning about in the classes I'm taking and then, you know, at the hospital, I'm just seeing like the absence of it. So that kind of put that idea in my head of, you know, maybe it's a way I can bring these together and my interest in medicine, interest in, in uh, you know, business. And I was thinking at that point in my career, hospital administration, that seems like a good way to bring that together. So when I went, so when I started at Cornell, it was with that idea in mind. And while I was at Cornell, is actually when I was introduced to the field of outcomes research, back when this field was really just starting, which I was thinking, oh, there's a field out there that actually brings us together. How do we actually measure the care that's delivered? How do we figure out whether you know, Treatment A versus treatment B is the better one for patients. You know, what measures do you use? And that just kind of opened my mind to that. So that was kind of what started me on that track, that direction. Well, it's interesting because you now you, you've started a track, but you did go and like you said, a year later, you did go and you became an MD. And then eventually you got your MBA in healthcare management at Wharton. So I'm curious as to what that path looked like. Obviously, you had an interest, but what happened in your healthcare experience that kind of said, you know what, this is the direction I want to take? Yeah, that's a very good question because I, you know, I went to medical school. I went through the clinical clerkships. When I you know, enrolled in the MBA program, it was with the idea of going into hospital administration. But it's interesting, but with the Wharton program, it's the oldest healthcare management program in the nation, and it's got folks in it from across the healthcare spectrum hospital, provider, health insurance, medical device, pharmaceutical, biotech, and everything in between. And the program really stresses the interconnectedness of what they call the healthcare value chain and all these all these parts interrelate. So it kind of gave me a broader perspective on how the world of healthcare I mean, really uh, it interconnects. And it kind of put in my head the idea of, I didn't, I was once much interested in, I, well, I still you know, love my time in medicine and with patient care. It's, 
got the idea, sort of a catalyst for me and moving more from a focus on what would help with direct patient care to really, what can I do to develop the tools for improving how we deliver care in the future? Mm. So it really kind of, part of that idea led me to actually explore life sciences and pharmaceuticals as industries that develop new treatments and therapies. That's how that came about. Yeah, so you receive your MBA, and then you work a couple years as a market research consultant at King Pharmaceuticals before moving into Pfizer, where that, that's really where you kicked off a deep focus on real-world data and analytics. Uh, let's explore that part of your career some. Yeah, that was that was uh, not quite what I expected to go. So when I graduated, <laughs> uh, for opportunities in, in you know, outcomes research or, right. or new product development, things that more immediately you see as combining medicine and, and business principles. But the market research opportunity, that was interesting because it was, what was described to me, it was, well, take principles of research and apply them to commercial problems, strategic problems. Really, it's how does the sales and marketing side of a company figure out what's the best thing to do using qualitative and quantitative approaches to guide their decisions. So it's sort of another facet of applying data analytics to healthcare I hadn't been exposed to. And it was a really interesting opportunity because it gave me a chance to really see that side of how life science and pharma companies do business, which you don't really get from the uh, physician side, really. And I worked in this capacity at King, focusing on inline products, US-based. When we were to Pfizer, I continued in that capacity, but more from a global perspective, which is very exciting. Also looking at well, pipeline companies, new products in development, really seeing how you can bring data about patients and physicians to guide you know, how to go about developing new drugs and new therapies. And after a couple of years of that, I had an opportunity to move back to my, my first interest, my first love, H-E-O-R, at Pfizer as well. And this is an exciting time because this is when the rise of real-world data really started to come about. I mean, yeah. field outcomes research has long used real-world data for you know, health economic analysis, but you know, more data sources were starting to come available, EMR data, social media data. I think talks of wearable data were just sort of starting back then. So what I like to think of as sort of the digital byproducts of the information age, we're beginning to create new data sources and opportunities to leverage. And there's really, a, at this time, it was kind of going to the life science industry. There's a chance to use this type of data beyond just the field of outcomes research for health economics purposes, but throughout the uh, development of products, whether it be from you know, discovery, R&D, clinical trial planning through commercialization. That was really exciting for me because it and it brought my interest in outcomes research together with my experience in market research, honestly. And there were a lot of exciting collaborations coming about this time in the pharma industry because of it. I call it Pfizer. We uh, developed in my Pfizer's first uh, pragmatic trial done in collaboration with an insurance company where we're taking actual insurance data and using it to uh, drive which patients we uh, targeted and outreach to measure how they're doing. Also did collaborative projects with integrated delivery systems. That was kind of a first to really get closer to what a pharmaceutical life science company does to what happens on the ground with actual provider physicians. And now it sounds like in the last six years, you get a chance to take all of that and you combine it where you work, say, the first half of those six years at Takeda yeah. Oncology, and then the second half of those years at Metadata Solutions. So give me the 411 on those experiences. And then what led you to CareVive? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So Takeda was, that was an exciting time for me also because field of oncology, it's, it's one where there's a very low lag between something being researched and being put into practice. Mm. So it's a very fast dynamic field. Also, it's a field that really puts a strong emphasis on quality of life. 
because of the nature of cancer, uh, you know, the, the severity of the disease. My responsibility there was actually making sure that you know, early compounds in development in R&D had a robust you know, evidence strategy incorporating real data and also incorporating quality of life patient perspective through patient report outcomes as part of their development strategy. What then led you to the opportunity at CareVive? Did you go searching for them or did they go searching for you? That actually part of the part of the CAA was actually through Medidata. Medidata is a company that's best known for a clinical trial data capture, but really their mission was to take technology and make clinical trials more efficient. Founders saw that clinical trials, they generate a lot of paper, it's very cumbersome. They thought there's gotta be a way to use technology to make this better. Mm. And that's led to their, their platform. But when I joined Medidata, it was part of their pivot into expanding beyond just data capture into data analytics. So different types of data that they gather with their platform, the clinical trial data, operational data, genomic data, diagnostic data, and real data. I was there building out their real data practice, but that was also exciting because it was, how can you use technology to improve data gathering analytics and making it you know, actionable and usable? And not just, not, not just how do you use technology for that purpose? How can you bring different types of data together? A lot of my top focus at Medidata was how do you bring real data and clinical trial data together? And sort of in that vein of how can you use technology to improve you know, research and patient outcomes that really sort of brought me to Caravive. I met the CEO of Caravive, Bruno Lipinus, while I was at Medidata. We actually had come in together to build out the real data, real evidence practice there. And so uh, when he... Uh, Went to Caravive, he reached out to me and said, I'm trying to you know, build out something new here. Would you like to help? So as far as like what it is about Caravive that was exciting for me is Caravive is, you know, it's, it's a platform for remote symptom monitoring and care management for oncology practices, really to help the nurses and physicians keep track of a patient experience on treatment, understand you know, where they're experiencing side effects and the like, and be able to reach out proactively and just make their care better that way. It does this by using quality of life, patient choreography questionnaires. These are things, are instruments that are used a lot in clinical trials to capture them, but it's, it's something that's very important for getting an insight in patient experience, but it's hard to, in the busyness of care delivery, to find time for doctors and nurses to use these questionnaire instruments. Our yeah. platform actually, or the CareVive platform, makes that easy. It automates that, does it behind the scenes, so that that data can be gathered and presented to physicians and nurses and in a way that it becomes relevant and actionable for day-to-day clinical care. And that's exciting to me. So, Yeah, I mean, it sounds like your experiences and your background are just well-suited for CareVive's mission. So now we're in 2022, still early phases. You're with CareVive. You're in learning mode, getting a lay of the land. What priorities are you setting for the next six months with CareVive? What must you get accomplished? What should get accomplished? And what would you like to see accomplished? Absolutely, yeah. It's a good question. So you know, we, our platform gathers a lot of rich data about the patients and patient experience. It takes the quality of life and patient port questionnaire data. It merges it in with the EMR data, which chronicles how their care is delivered. And this is a really rich data source that we get that we really, you know, number one priority is really building that into a registry of data that can be used for research purposes mm. at a bigger, at a higher level, improve how care is delivered, prepare and improve how new therapies are developed. Tandem that the second priority is really expanding the analytic offerings we bring 
you know, really help companies understand how this data can be used to you know, enhance what they do on the life science and registries. Not just for life sciences, where there's applications for identifying unmet need, for planning better clinical trials, demonstrating value of products, but also we think there's opportunity to bring this data back to the providers, the doctors and nurses, to really help them deliver care at a population level improve um, efficiency of care, improve patient centricity. The third priority is care about right now focuses on bringing together patient court outcome um, data with EMR data. We'd like to explore integrations with other different types of data, you know, diagnostic data, genomic data, insurance claims data to really enhance the multifacetedness of the picture we can um, present and really push towards being a patient experience platform to really understand you know, how patients go through care and use that insight to drive better patient outcomes. Yeah, you got a hearty plate of really good stuff to work on. <laughs> Aaron, this has been a great introduction. Uh, I'm excited personally to have had this chance to learn a little bit about you and what you're going to be bringing to the table as the chief scientific officer at CareVive. As we wrap up our conversation, is there anything else we should know about you, your new role, or anything else in general you'd like to leave our audience with as it pertains to CareVive and patient outcomes? Yeah, we've really seen a push in the last few years among regulators, ministries of health, the care organizations worldwide. Really, how can you bring the patient voice and real-life patient experience and how we develop new treatments, how we deliver care, and really just seeing how things work in real life outside of the clinical trial environment. And CareVive, we aim to be part of driving that forward using emerging data forums and emerging technology to, to make that happen. Once more, Dr. Aaron Glasnick, Chief Scientific Officer with CareVive, thank you for your time today. I wish you all the best of luck. I'm really excited to hear more as things progress. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to Oncology and Technology brought to you by CareVive. If you're looking for more great content, follow along with us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast content. And don't forget to check us out at carevive.com. We have a wealth of information on our website. We'll be back with new episodes, but until then, I'm James Kent, and I look forward to our next conversation.